0: I said, You motherfuckers are crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it.
1: And now for our feature presentation.
0: All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jerz, aka Life As I See It. Episode 124, I believe, because I've been messing these numbers up. like. <laughs> uh, but I believe this is episode 124. Uh, we got Wolves in the building, Gert in the building. Uh, Shouts to Rico, Key, and C. Uh, make sure, everybody out there, that you are subscribed to the pod. Hit that subscribe button on Apple and on Spotify. Um, and making sh- make sure you leave leaving all your ratings and comments on apple uh make sure you check out our visual content at patreon.com backslash life as i see It podcast and make sure that everybody is shopping for your candles your smell goods and all that other good stuff at lux collection LLC.com. um so for this week i wanna um i kind of want to talk about something that i got wind of late. Um, I didn't really see it as it was happening in real time. Um, But as far as music, hip hop, rap is concerned, you got, in my opinion, one of the dopest rap groups to be uh, formed in Slaughterhouse, who, you know, Joe Button being a a, a star in that group and media personality and all of that, a lot of people said that he pretty much started the group or that that's a consensus by a lot of people. Um, but you have Royster 5'9", you got Crooked Eye, and you got Joel Ortiz. Um, you know who
2: they say started the group? Mr. Fat. Mr. FAB? Yeah.
0: They saying he started the group. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about facts. I'm just saying what people would assume based off of like Joe Button and how he whatever, whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I bring that up to say this. So Slow The House hasn't put out an album in years. They, um, it's been, I don't really know what the business has been as far as Shady Records is concerned. But recently Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz came together and They're putting out an album under the slaughterhouse. Well, they really killing the slaughterhouse like brand, essentially. And Royce the 59 has something to say about it. He ain't fucking with it. Joey ain't fucking with it. Uh What Royce said? Royce said something. Royce had the Royce said the most. Joey didn't really
1: say it. On his Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, he's been more vocal on his Instagram. Yeah,
0: if you go to his IG, he got the whole shit. Um, so I think that this. I think that it's interesting because, like I said, I didn't even really see this in real time. I caught uh, Joey's last pot, and then as I'm listening, I kind of realized what he was talking about, and then I went back and, and uh, you know, saw what was going on. So, Wools, I'm gonna start with you in terms of like, um, I don't, I don't know if you were watching in real time, but what do you make of it, and how do you see this playing out in the next couple of? Uh, Couple of weeks because they're supposed to be coming out with an album on March 11th. So, how do you see the slaughterhouse debacle <laughs> playing out?
1: Yeah, um, nah. If you if you caught it, it's, it's pretty much real time because um they only just dropped like a like a like a trailer video and then like a like a I don't know if they're doing like a reality reality TV type of thing to document the process of making the album, but it just seems like, you know, they tired of waiting. They about to make an album. They've they been, they been doing joints together as um um Housing Authority, HA or something. I don't know if that's like their subgroup or whatever, but they've been doing stuff. So I, I just think they I was like, yo, we're well, we going to do the next album. Let's talk about something. Like, what better topic to talk about than the Slaughterhouse joint? It's going to, one, get people going. Two, it's going to get us to... You know, get us more press, publicity, whatever you want to call it. And three is going to ruffle some feathers. And four is possibly either going to make us stronger or or separate us even more. So that's what I got from it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Did you foresee um Joel Ortiz being on this side of it? Because, I mean, for me, Crooked Eye has already kind of expressed himself and not really rocking with the whole situation as a whole and
1: as a as a fan what I always got from it was Crooked and Joe always had disagreements it's just me being a fan not being in the room right and just maybe disagreements over how the business should go I don't think it's the rapping part or the creating part I think it's the business side of it Um, I think Crooked is on the side of like, yo, if we sign a contract, we should honor it at minimum. And Joe is on the side of, you know, like all contracts are up to be, you know, you know, his thoughts on contracts and stuff like that. So I always thought that was a problem. What was, was what's interesting to me is that he told them, or at least this is what I'm hearing through all these, you know, whatever, spaces and Twitters and all that, whatever they talked about, that if they got off Shady, that he would, he would do that. He would do, you know what I mean? Like a, like a, a new album with them or whatever. So they've been off Shady for like a year almost, almost a year and a half, the whole Slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're frustrated coming into that because they're like, yo, we've been off Shady. You said, let's get off Shady. We're going to rock Now we off Shady. You still over there with your trench coats talking about, you know what I mean? Isn't it nice outside? Uh, no, he retired. Well, that.
0: he retired. So that was that. was that. After they get off Shady, now it's like, well, I'm not rapping no more. He, I'm doing... I, to
1: me personally, you know you what know, was messed up? This is me like thinking of 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 how Joe probably moved. He like yo, look, y'all yeah, get off shady. I'm a rap, but his mind he like Man, I just want to get off shady. <laughs> so I tell these things whatever, get me off shady. Then yeah, we good. But we got what rap? Yeah, I rap whatever. Now he off shady like yes, and his mind like ooh, I'm off that. All right, now I got to tell my guys I ain't really want to
0: rap still. So uh, so for me, and this could be part part of me being a fan, but for me, I feel like. Joey never really made mad bread rapping and he was looking around at his peers and getting older and figuring out, yo, how the hell am I really going to be able to get money? And since rap was so, so much of a a tug and pull, you know, for him throughout his career, media was another outlet that he felt like he could do a lot less work and really get to the bag a lot quicker and really set up how he always wanted to set up. So he just chose that avenue because it was easier and it was something that he could do and do well. That's how I kind of looked at that. I don't, I don't, I mean, your theory about him getting off of Shady just so whatever, like, I don't, I don't know. But that's kind of how I see, I I, I, see it. I, I,
1: I disagree with it's easier. Like, it's not easy. You're still talking, bro. Matter of fact, you're doing more talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking, doing more. But, but, but you, it, it's easier from the perspective of pressure um so for for him right just if we keeping it on him that's always been a part of his brand too right like internet shit talking to the people fan engagement like that whole type of thing and then he had a a little small stint of a background in radio so it's always something that he's done throughout his career anyway i say easier because If we talking about the pressure of putting out an album, promoting the album, making sure the album sells and in order for it to sell and then you got to go on tour and then you got to do all of this work late, like physical labor and work and be outside and put your body through this, that and the third stress, no sleep, all of that just to get from his perspective, from his perspective, the minimum is kind of like, well, damn, I'm working my ass off. But I ain't really reaping the benefits monetarily. So if I could sit at home or sit at my friend's crib and talk, shoot the shit with my friends and still get not just recognition, but all of these other opportunities and be on my couch, I would think that's easier. Now, it's not an easy thing to do. No. But from somebody who was trying to have, you know, a a, a life of comfortability, stability, all of that shit financially. For you to be able to do that, sitting at the crib shooting the shit with your friends, in theory and how it looks, would be easier. Gert, what do you what do you think? I guess just to backtrack, the I I believe the problem with the group was
2: everybody except Joe Button had a relationship with either Eminem or Dr. Dre. Uh, Crooked Eye West Coast, Dr. Dre, and he was signed to death row. Joel Ortiz was signed to Aftermath. Royce and yeah, M- yeah. is close friends. So when it came to the honoring the deal part of it, they all had a different investment into the situation than Joe did. So they are going to look at it differently you know what i'm saying that that's just natural um so um that all makes sense that's that's on target so joe you know moving into the spaces he's moved into outside of rap um makes that make but it's hard to get for anybody's for adult anybody's together to come to the same agreement because you got, you know, just life goes different ways and to
0: delegate time. For them to come out with one album is, you know, great. Especially later on in their careers and and at that age that they were, because you got to figure also, like you said, it is difficult to get everybody on the same page um, because of life, because of personalities, because of circumstances, because of goals. Like, you might not even necessarily actually have the same goal when you start, but it I may be something that you're I, interested in doing. I don't think any of them had the same goal at all. But that's what I'm saying. It was, it they all knew that they could rap at a high level and they all wanted to prove it and showcase that together. And it was fun. But in the midst of doing that, Yeah, they probably all had different visions of how they saw it being, say, for their five-year plan. And, again, when you got four grown men from four different places in the country, four different everything, it is difficult. It is difficult to stay on the same page. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Woos, to that you say what? In terms of the ability to just stay on the same page and the same, you know, line of thinking as a group? Well,
1: their first album was on E1. The second album was on, um, I believe, Aftermath Slate, whatever the Shady joint. I think by album two, they was transitioning to album three. They did mixtapes in between then. And that's when Joe... Figured out podcasting was like more lucrative or whatever, so it's all about the. Individual. But I don't think it had
2: anything to do with Joe uh, going to podcast. I think he still could have podcast and rap. I think it's just um, it, it. One, it don't make sense for Joe to rap right now at this point in his.
0: Yeah, right now, but hold on. Let me back you up, yeah. let me back you up because I, re- I I remember on the podcast years ago before his last album, Rage Against the Machine came out. I remember him in like the the zone that he was in then was, um, I gotta complete the mission, right? Nobody really knew exactly what that meant, but that was what he was saying. I gotta complete the mission. I gotta complete the mission. The album comes out and then he starts this rhetoric of, yo, I'm not rapping no more then he gets the complex thing and the complex thing boosts his media shit to the max with academics. And then he's repeating it. I'm not rapping no more. I'm not rapping no more. So I think, again, he started seeing different money doing different things. And I think it it was the, the, the entryway to him being able to get the bag. And I think, like I said, I just think that his, his everything changed because that was always the goal and he was more at peace of mind versus his mind state with doing music. So with everybody else, or would you agree or disagree with that?
1: Nah. I think he's attached to the results. So if he's getting the same results on E1 that he's getting on Shady, but he's relinquishing more of, uh, you know, on the back end, and he's like, yo, why were we even over here, bro? I get it eminem and all that but we can get that off the strength of royce we don't need to be over here to be like x y and z i think it got it kind of, kind of convoluted with with them two i'm talking about um um joe and um crooked because it looks like royce and Joel are just like yo whatever's for the group man if y'all can come to an agreement and it's and it's not too crazy let's do it seems like joe and crooked is always like you know, ironclad on their decision, and they're just stubborn that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, but,
0: but what do you make of Joel going with Crook? I know they did the album and the EP or whatever before, but you just think that it's more so a content thing as opposed to a mindset? Because again, I agree with you. Huh? Nigga, nigga just want to rap. No, I, I got that. that. Yeah, they want to rap. I got hey, that. Crooked, want to rap. I got that. I got that. And I agree. That's period. No, but, but what I'm saying is. Why are they on the side and the other side? The, 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 the content podcast. look look the the, the the content of yo this is what happened Joe did this shady is that whatever whatever slaughterhouse whatever whatever like that all of that I'm saying you you brought up a point where you think it's just content based because I want to rap, this is good content, we get the people no it's not just that, it's that yo it's it and this is what they said
2: in the interview. It's been 10 years. Ten, it's been 10 years since the last time we've all have wrapped together. Um it, it, it's not coming. It's not coming. So we are going to kill this shit officially. Like, there's no slaughterhouse. Stop asking us. You gotta remember Joe Pods. So they're asking Joe Pod questions now when he goes places and things like that. But if you crooked, Joe, uh, Royce got Eminem shit. You know, Roy's got other shit he's doing, but for the other two, um, not to say that they don't have other shit, but their shit is still based in rap. So when you're going to interviews, you're going all of these places, and everybody keeps asking you, yo, when's the next slaughterhouse project coming? Yo, when's the next slaughterhouse project coming? It's like this is a way to centralize it and say, that shit ain't never coming. We're going to have some fun doing it. And maybe we could catch a little bag off this shit, but it's for fun. It's for entertainment purposes. It ain't no love lost, um, and we're gonna have a little fun with it.
0: Okay, and did you hear it. that? Did you hear that song that Joey played on his podcast? Because that song was fire. But I'm
2: curious, you yeah. know, if it was that new. It's old. No, old. It's supposed to be off Glasshouse. But my question is. Did the other two have a verse on there and he didn't play their verse? Or was that the entire song that he played? It sounded like the whole song. I know it did, but I don't I don't know if it was. Yeah, I'm with you, Gert. I'm with you on that one, Gert. I think that song, they have verses and he didn't play their verses, which would be a telltale sign for the part two of their uh, rollout. <laughs> I'm waiting to see part two because I'm pretty sure That song was fired. I need that shit. But that was the name shit was fired
0: too. That shit that um Royce, I mean uh Joel and Cookie did Crooked put out. Bacon for you. and Jersey, Jers, you didn't you didn't
1: hear their their interview on Spaces, so they kind of went in depth yeah, on I, why they yeah, I
0: didn't I I do want to watch it. I saw it, but I didn't um I didn't watch it yet. But I am gonna watch it. But go ahead. They had, they had an interview with when they was saying that
2: they the did table.
1: Twitter Spaces. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. They did Twitter Spaces. They did their own oh, the audio. I didn't like hear that. Album. Yeah, so that kind of explains the gist of it. Because you're saying the content, did they do it for content? And it's partially true. Like they did it, whatever deal they had on the table, they wanted an the album done. And they was they was trying to figure out which way they was gonna go with the album, and they said, "Yo, why not we do this too?" It's like a, you know what I mean? And then all all the other reasons that come with it. You know, you're gonna get pub off this, right? Was just they, by talking about X, Y, and Z. Kinda stuff.
2: was was they saying
1: kind of what I was saying, or they went a whole different way? Yeah, they saying everything that we all saying pretty much. Yeah, what? but they get more more. They get in debt, but not really because there's still things that they not. And it's it's like, Joey on some, like, trying to take the high road and not even acknowledging and Roy's just talking in riddles. I wanted to... So, weird.
2: But I wanted to understand. I thought, when I was listening to the pod, I don't know what the fuck Joe was so mad about. I thought he was talking about Maul when he was talking. At
0: first, I thought he was talking about Maul at first. Yeah. At first, that's what I thought. So, I don't know... I, I I feel like I don't know. I, I think he was mad that they would were like trying to dead slaughterhouse without well, if we ain't nothing.
2: rap, then I know, about?
0: but I, I feel like I, I, I feel like he feels betrayed somehow.
2: Well if he ain't rapping, then that's just you being emotional.
0: Well, we know Again. he's emotional, but wools, how do you see it? Do you think it's like a betrayal type of thing? Or what you think? I think
1: he just said, like, damn, like I wasn't involved in like if we're gonna end it, I should be involved in ending it. Cause Roy's stance is like, bro, like like You was involved. You the reason why we ended it. <laughs> I know. Everybody, everybody has their own reason. They're, everybody's looking at this more now that they did this
0: is more so like a twenty-five percent interest and in everything. That's so what and that's what Roy said, not to cut you yeah. off, but if you girl, if you look at his IG, like you'll see the post, but he and, write a whole shit and he like basically like yo, we everybody's 25% owners. If two motherfuckers want to do something, but the other two didn't agree to it, how can you do the whole thing? Decide to do the whole thing on your own with just your fifty. It don't work. That's that's Roy's yes, position. Do. Yes, it do. Who just? Um, well, by that. numbers, I'll- by numbers sake, it doesn't because you got to be at least fifty-one percent owner to be. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, if you look at Rockefeller, and this is
2: what Dean was kind of saying that, yo, I own. Breakdown. It's a different. No, listen. all right go
0: ahead.
2: Listen. I own. 33 and a third percent. Uh I don't want it. I want to sell it. Uh I I could sell it. I could, my portion of this, I could do whatever the fuck I want to do with it. Correct. I can sell it. I can burn it. I can shit on it. I can piss on it. Whatever I want to do to my portion of this shit, I can do. If y'all
0: don't want to do it, then don't, you know what I'm saying? But that's a little bit different than, Operating under the... Or not even operating under the brand. Like, you don't... All right, so with that example of 33%, right? You got two other owners who also own 33 So majority rules in that instance. So you... It, but it rules if know listen it, something together. If I'm just doing oh, what I want with my portion of it... I agree with that portion of it. But I think the, the, the Slaughterhouse thing is different because they're releasing music and they're basically saying that the group is dead we're deciding that it's dead we're deciding
1: but you you're not what? majority right voice is coming from voices is coming from like yo bro y'all can still do y'all rap shit as the duo y'all ain't got to do it on the on on the, on the on the on the back of us on our demise like you can still do that yes we and, without tearing us down like we could possibly come back together no no, be on we a later. That's what Roy's saying. No, now, but that's Joelle,
2: what, Hold on, hold on, hold on. is saying no, we can't. We <laughs> are done with this shit. So yeah, that's what
1: they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, but it, Joey it, ain't saying nothing. Joey ain't saying. But there's the no, part. part okay,
2: of the puzzle. So, and what I took from it is they're saying there's there's not going to be a later date with this shit. It's been ten years. We haven't done anything in ten years, and I don't want to do nothing now going forward.
0: We had a chance. Y'all didn't want to fuck with it. So you, yeah, I you know what you y'all think we just want know what? Girl, I I think think of it like this, right? Think of it like this. Let's say Jay, Damon Biggs got Rock aware And they all equal owners, whatever. And Jay and Biggs decide they only want to make polos. Like from now on, we're only going to sell polo shirts. That's it. No jeans, no nothing else. Just polo shirts. Dame is like nigga, no, the fuck we not. Like, I'm not, no, I didn't agree to that. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, yeah, I might want to do some other shit or whatever, but we're not doing that because as long as, I'm a part, long as I'm a part of it, you can't tell us, you can't just decide that we're going to do it this way. Joel and Crooked basically said, we're killing this shit, but it's 50%. So you don't get to decide that this is what it's going to be. You can feel like you don't wanna do it anymore or whatever, but operating under that, like off of a numbers thing, you can't because we're equal partners. What
2: I'm saying is, I am never doing anything else after this. I am doing this to never operate under this again. I am burning this building down, so I'm never going to walk inside this building again.
0: Now you can do what you want with your shit, but I'm letting y'all know where I stand. Yeah, they basically said fuck it. And that's the bottom line. They said fuck it. And it is what it is. So it is what it is. I'ma advance the conversation though, because I meant to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but the conversation around clout. Um, I want to try to get some clarity here. What exactly is clout chasing? Because different people have, I have different no idea
1: at this point. Yeah, people have, have different no
0: de- definitions. But I mean, um what would you say? What would you define it as?
1: Clout chasing to me is in the simplest term compromising your integrity to move to get ahead.
0: To me, compromising your integrity to get ahead is clout chasing. Well, clout is wanting acknowledgement, right? Clout or clout chasing. Well, clout is acknowledged. Meet my bro, dick riding. No, I'm saying, saying actual actual, actual clout is a certain level of acknowledgement. Like you know, what I'm saying that's what clout is. So if you're yes. chasing that, then you're doing something to get that. Yes. So you're, but I would disagree with you then, Wools. I don't think that compromising your integrity, um, necessarily.
1: Yeah, if, if 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 we're gonna be technical in the words, yes, but the term, see, two words put together equals something totally different. Uh, so so yes, mean, you're right. If you, but
2: that would mean people are misusing the word. Then absolutely.
0: Now that's it's a lot that's of
1: that. Why, <laughs> that's, that's why I don't know what it is. That's <laughs> what I'm telling y'all. I am telling you i do not know what it is. Because you know am saying goes, it's like feet and foot, two different things. But you know, I'm saying, and we're going
2: go off the definition. Everybody clout chases. And when people, you know, don't like what someone else is doing, then they get, label them that to try to diminish, uh, you know, the acts of what they're doing, the way they got it, right? So um, I'm, it, 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 it's, I, I'm big on words and the meaning that the words have. And I don't think people should be able to just change definitions when they feel uh the need to when they see you know yeah, when they motivated. feel
0: yeah. yeah but i uh, i go slang with slang is different right because chasing is considered slang right that's slang yeah. it's slang so slang is different so in fairness the definition is able to change a little bit kind of you know mm, what i'm saying huh not for me Yeah, like that's why I said kind of because as I'm saying it, I'm thinking about it like, for example, right? I've had this I've had this this debate with people from the South when they say I'm finna go to the store and I say I'm about to go to the store. Two different slangs that technically mean the same thing. But my my like me jabbing at them is like, all right, well, what is the root word of finna? Like fin? Like what is that? What are you talking about? What is that? What is that, right? Whereas I'm saying Balta, that's about two. You know what I'm saying? So that's a difference in ideology, I guess, if you will. But at the same time, I've always had that debate. Now, if we're talking about that being slang, and then we take clout chasing, I guess you will get multiple different uh, definitions because it's not it's not going to be the same for somebody. You know, on this side versus somebody on the other side, like, so I guess we ain't we ain't accomplished nothing just now.
1: <laughs> From this perspective, all the slang words is perspective. Yeah. If, if I'm if I'm critiquing something, I'm hating. Mm-hmm. If I got an honest critique about something, I'm hating. If, if, if I'm showing somebody love that I don't know, I'm like, yo, nah, he,
0: nah, I, I fucks
1: with that movie. Did then I'm dick rock.
0: Yeah. 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 And, but you know what? I think it all kind of goes back to clout chasing, in my opinion, because in this era, everything is about clicks and likes um, and attention. So it's all connected. If you saying, oh, like, he a hater, you're saying that in hopes that you garner a certain amount of attention from a group of people that agree with you, and now you got a movement, and now you popular or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? So I think most people... Are doing that. And then here brings this question in clickbait. Is clickbait a bad thing? I would say it doesn't have to be. That's how I would answer it. Because if you if you're promoting something, we promoting the podcast, we promoting the podcast, like and we put a clip of the podcast out. Wouldn't we put out a clip that would make people want to say, oh, I want to watch the rest of it? That's the goal. So you are baiting your audience to be able to engage further in whatever it is that you're selling them. So why would that be a bad thing? But I also understand how you can use it and it could be perceived as bad. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, wolves. I think the answer is perception. It's really all on your personal perception because it can be viewed from both sides and it's not really clear cut. Guess we figured that one out. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> see what else uh yo did did you um or are are the both of y'all still in real time watching billions or so-so I'm
2: watching it I ain't see the new episode but I'm watching it okay you gotta see the new one the new one is I like it I just read Royce's shit these niggas is funny yeah they trying to say that these niggas just took the bag. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it's that way. Like, it, it I, I don't mean to go back to it, but as grown men and dealing with grown men, you got to understand niggas is going to move how they see fit. Like, it, it, it's...
0: and if But that's you fuck people, with- though. People going to do that. I, I agree with you, but adults no. are going to do... Uh, men, adult- no, no. It's different with men because as a man you
2: have people under you to provide for right as a man you have to provide and if there's other men holding up your provision for others it puts you in a certain type of situation so out a respect for the situation going into it you have to take that into consideration coming out of it you still got to take that into consideration Right. So as men, I, I, I can't be mad at you for saying the show must go on. The show must go on. Like if I'm holding up the process and you trying to bust a move, it, 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 if you look at all of the, the breakups, right, the Randon Marshall and them niggas, Joe, Rory and Maul, I don't think either side is wrong in any of these instances. I think it's a matter of different opinions and dealing with grown people. Like,
0: eh, there's we all,
2: I don't know. We
0: all got families to provide for. Yeah, but there's still, there's a such thing as right and wrong. So it, right and wrong can't never not exist. Who's right and, I don't think none of the
2: none of these niggas is right or wrong. I think it's just a matter of opinions and they have different opinions. So when we have different opinions, who wins, right? So if we look at them not working together right we want to work y'all niggas is okay with not working you're doing the podcast you got a check coming from there you doing this you got a check coming from there we got other checks but this is the bigger check for us if y'all fucking care then y'all would come and you know get to work it's like you all you're gonna starve your man and then be mad when he fucking figure out how
0: to eat something? Word. A, sidebar, (laughs) it's a crazy, crazy transition, but, yo, algorithms is crazy, yo. Like, it's so ill how you'll be, you might look something up on your phone and see the commercial for whatever you was looking up on your phone. That shit is crazy. Like, them niggas is tapped in. (laughs) Them niggas, or we tapped in, rather. We tapped in. The shit is wild. Speaking of being tapped in, um, well, first let me let me ask this. Um, Gert, in the state of Missouri, um, it's an open carry state, right? Um, do you like either in your circles of people or your friends online or just whatever, do you feel any different energy from people in terms of reaction in response to like this this war that's going on and people like quote unquote gearing up and, and trying to prepare for what what could be do you see or hear any of that on your end no
2: but i'm pretty sure it's all the is gonna go pretty soon
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny um it's Quite the opposite for me. Um, You got niggas ready for war? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, the thing about it is, like, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, white people love guns. Let me just start there. They fucking love guns. And it's crazy when you hear somebody, like, you know, talk about guns and just how they feel about them. Right? So, with that with that in mind with this whole war shit and i just i've been watching a lot of it paying attention to like what's going on my perspective is i feel like we probably will have another world war and the only reason why i think that's significant well it is significant but i feel like How it affects us as adults in this age at this time, like, I think it's different because we never really experienced that as adults. And I feel like, you know, with the way niggas is and gun happy and all of that, like, people already turned up just off of pandemic shit, hood shit, stress shit. Pandemic is over, dog. It's the war now. Huh? Pandemic is over. It's the war now. No, for sure. But that's my... (laughs) No, I was going to get to that too, but... I'm like, I I just feel like I feel like people are finding excuses. You know how they say, like, we don't need a reason to, like, have a party and have a good time and get fucked up, get sauce, whatever. Like, I feel like people don't have to have a reason. They looking for a reason to buy more guns and wild the fuck out. So with all of this talk and how things could potentially go, I just see shit turning up in that capacity. And I would just say, you know,
2: what are they going to do with their guns?
0: Did they not see the fucking missiles and shit coming in, bombing them? Absolutely. But it's nothing. So there's nothing that you can do or anybody can do about that. True. Right? True. But like, what if the people start wild? You know what I'm saying? People. Any people. Anybody. People don't need a reason to to act crazy. They looking for a reason. I don't get what you're saying. I don't know how that correlates to what the fuck going on in the world. All right, because if we're talking World War shit, right, um, God forbid there's some sort of, like, attack on American soil, right? Nothing like that has happened since Pearl Harbor. So today, with gun sales going up just off of the pandemic alone, like, what is a gun going to do to a virus? Nothing, right? So if we're talking about a world war between countries, People may just start to buy more weapons just in preparation for whatever they think could potentially happen and be more inclined to use them is what I'm saying. Well, you, 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 jumping, you, you jumping from buying to using,
2: they can buy whatever the fuck they want. Where are they going to use them at? You think they just going to start shooting civilians or are you saying they believe that people, are, soldiers are coming
0: over here. I don't I don't think people believe that soldiers are coming over here, but I think that and I don't think necessarily that people are just going to go out and just commit random killings. Although that is happening already. I'm saying that is happening. That is happening. People. What you mean? Nigga, I just fucking seen last week um, uh, a, a young boy, 20 years old, took an Uber and just fucking killed the uber driver for no reason she like yo please she had like a dash cam on she like yo please i'm a single mother for you're, like, you're relating that to the war i no, mean you're relating no, that to no I, I'm, I'm relating that to people just senseless killing and just going on i said that's, that's happening already since the beginning of the time i know but i'm saying it's getting worse is what i'm saying
2: but i'm i'm i'm, I'm trying to see how you draw in the parallel to this shit the quote unquote war that's going on.
0: What I'm saying is people don't need a reason to do things at all, right? To 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 while out because that's already happening. And I'm saying that this could potentially lend to more of the idea of yo, let's get more guns, let's get more, let's, let's turn up even more. That's what I'm saying.
2: Nah, I think you're tripping. I think the random acts of violence is sick people. And that is not the majority of gun carrying, gun owning people. You have a few bad apples in every bunch, and we can't fucking, we can't judge them
0: as the whole. I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know. So, um, you know, as always, make sure that everybody out there. Is shopping for your candles and your smell goods at luxcollectionllc.com. Uh, make sure everybody is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything, Rico?
1: music